Welcome back to the Suitors Podcast. So chapter 10 ends with Bandicon taking a false oath on Guru Hargobind's feet. And Guru Hargobind is extremely pissed off at this. So this is where chapter 11 starts off. Guru Hargobind says, Bidichand, go grab all the items and show them here in the court so Bandicon will accept the truth. Listening to this, Bidichand quickly goes and brings all the items, the hawk, the fancy clothes, the sh- sword, the shield. He brings them into the court and shows everybody there. Guru Hargobind then in anger says to Bandicon, you sinner, so where did all these items come from then? Over and over again, I try to make you understand, you idiot, you, you shouldn't lie, but you didn't listen to what I said. And even then you were stubborn and lied. Bandicon was fully ashamed now and couldn't even look at Guru Hargobind. He bends his neck down and was extremely anxious and worried, thinking what to do. Then Guru Hargobind said, so why don't you speak now? Your life is now cursed. You don't speak the truth and you're truly ungrateful. Sitting here, what can you do now? So the words of Guru Hargobind hit Bandicon harder than any arrow could. He was thus shown to be a liar and couldn't stand this. Bandicon sitting in the court got extremely angry and he replied, you've placed this false accusation on me You've kept this hawk in your house and said somebody else has hidden it. Now you've taken it out and showed it here. Bidichand is the one who's done all this deception. So Bandika now is clearly shown in front of the entire court to be an idiot and untruthful. And still he didn't move away from his stubbornness. So looking at his poor intellect, uh, Guru Hargobind uh, with both of his eyes went red and he went totally angry and even then Guru Hargobind though was forgiving as he contemplated you know his nature that you know he should be one that forgives people he did say though that this idiot is the house of all sin even now he doesn't understand and he doesn't say the truth he's truly unfortunate and now we won't keep him alive for very long so he's taken this false oath on the throne of uh, Guru Nanak it's not proper for him now to reside and work here on account of him still lying. So warriors, get up, quickly grab him and chuck this idiot out of here. Kick, punch, and smash him with the butt end of your sword to remove him from this court. And listening to this order from Guru Hargobind, the warriors quickly got up and they all began to hit him. So they kicked Bandika, they hit him with the butt end of their swords. They were saying, you know, get him out of here. Some slapped him in the face. Uh, some were punching him in anger, and during all of this, his turban, his dastad fell off. They were hitting him as they escorted him out of the court. Uh, some just got up, you know, and randomly hit him on his way out. So as he was getting beaten, as he was w- walking out of the court, he said in this great egotistical way, he said, you know, Guru Hargobind, you will receive the fruit of your action for doing this to me. I will go to Shah Jahan, I will tell him everything, and I'll get him to take an army against you. You know, you'll be captured and I'll get my revenge on you. And Guru Hargobind replies, whatever is in your mind, go ahead and do that. We aren't afraid of anything you say. It's you who will reap the uh, fruit of your actions. You becoming truly ungrateful, have hidden the hawk, you took a false oath, you deserved to be put in jail, but I'll let you go. So now go on and do whatever you want. Hearing the heated words of Guru Hargobind, the warriors began to beat Bandika even more by grabbing him by the neck and escorting him out. They were also throwing punches and kicks at him at the same time.
So some were saying, you know, this idiot is lying, beat him, take him out to the path uh, to his house. So the warriors ended up taking him all the way to the edge of Kartarpur and kicked him out. So the warriors beat him plenty, you know, putting him in quite a state of pain before returning to Kartarpur. So he got to his village, Bandika crying along the way, taking big breaths, his lips were all dry, his face was withered and droopy, his hair was opened up, tangled, uh, his clothes were ripped, and he was basically half unconscious. On the way, he's thinking, you know, I'll face off with Guru Hargobind in battle, I'll get close to him, I'll grab him, I'll strangle him with a cloth, I'll get my revenge, and only then I'll deserve to live. Only then, after killing Guru Hargobind, will I be able to call myself Bandika. And at that point, I'll be respected most amongst uh, the Khans. So quite a split in the relationship now has happened between Pandey Khan and Guru Hargobind, where once uh, there was great love. So Pandey Khan reaches home. He's quiet as he enters the house. He meets with his son-in-law, Asman Khan, uh, in a very sad way. Asman Khan says, you know, who stole the hawk? Somebody came in the house, uh, stole the clothes and weapons as well. No one was there with me. So some thief must have broken in and stolen these things. Bandika, hearing this, was distraught. You know, he had tears in his eyes when he said, you know, I've been greatly dishonored in the court of Guru Hargobind. Now my career, my salary has all been stopped. And even then, you were not able to keep the hawk. In broad daylight, this was stolen from us. The Guru in anger had me beaten up. They kicked my legs. You know, they threw me out of the court. Usman Khan then says, you know, you should not worry. The whole world knows about your strength. You know, we'll meet with Shah Jahan. He'll give you even greater salary as a mercenary than what Guru Hargobind was giving you. We'll bring thousands of warriors from Shah Jahan uh, to lead an attack against Guru Hargobind. Uh, if we capture and bring Guru Hargobind to Shah Jahan, that'll be amazing. You know, they've stole the hawk, but we'll get it back. You know, no, how, no matter how many warriors they have, we'll get our revenge uh, very quickly. So hold yourself together here and get rid of your anxiety and sadness that you feel. Like, look how massive and skilled you are. No one will be able to step against you in battle. Don't forget about your strength. Let's put some effort into this. Let's think about this so we can kill Guru Hargobind. So go bathe, put on some nice clothes. Now don't talk about what you've lost, lost or, you know, the beating that you just suffered. So Pandekhan replies, I will not be in peace. You know, my heart is burning. I've just taken this big beating. Uh, I've been greatly disrespected. Uh, you know, I, I withstood this beating. I didn't die, but, you know, I still suffer this great, great beating, you know, but I will get my revenge. Uh, my living in this life is cursed until I do. You know, I won't ever forget this day, what just happened. You know, I promise you this. So then Pandekhan goes to bathe. Uh, Asman Khan tries to get him to eat and drink some things, but uh, he barely does this. So he's still crippled with anxiety, and he spent the next few days like this. So within the community of the Patans, they began to speak of Pandekhan as the Nimakarami, the somebody who's truly ungrateful. Around the village of Pandekhan, there were a bunch of smaller villages called uh, Bassi. They were inhabited by Patans. So Bandikan then went to these smaller villages in the next few days to recruit and gain support. And in these villages, he was saying things like, you know, this Hindu guru is a pain for everybody in this area. Slowly and slowly, he's uh, going to encroach on you, steal your land, 
You don't realize this. We should take action against him. We should all join forces to destroy this massive enemy, Guru Hargobind. If we kill him, then Shah Jahan will be extremely happy with us. He'll give us a hefty reward. I know where Guru Hargobind keeps all his wealth. You know, I'll tell you guys about this. Um, you know, we'll be able to loot hundreds of thousands of rupees for ourselves. You know, how did one Hindu get all of this wealth? So join my force so we can lay siege to Guru Hargobind. You know, it's not going to take a lot of effort. With just a small amount of effort, we can obtain all this money. Uh, and we'll attain a, a reward from Shah Jahan as well. You know, this is an amazing plan. Only good can come of this. So why would we not endeavor to get this money and praise? So with all this, you know, he convinced the Basis uh, to get on his side. And in their mind, they agreed because they're uh, agreed for the money. And they told him that, you know, we'll provide assistance to you, but you have to take the effort to organize the attack. So Pandekan amassed this force of about 500 Pratans. They agreed to provide support. You know, some were saying, even then, so some were saying, you know, how ungrateful this person Pandekan is. He was raised by Guru Hargobind and now he's facing off against him in battle. This idiot thinks he'll be able to capture Guru Hargobind, making all these schemes in his head. So then Pandekan says to his son-in-law, Asman Khan, like, listen, son, I have this cousin, my dad's uh, younger brother's son, my, you know, uh, my chacha's son. His name is uh, Kutub Khan. Now he's the chief administrator. He's the uh, commander of the forces of Jalandhar area. He just received this grand title. We should go first and meet with him and make uh, this plan with him and then attack Guru Hargobind. We'll show him that we have all these batons on our side. You know, this is the best way to ensure this plan is successful. So saying this, he took Asman Khan and the 500 Pratans on horseback all to Jalandhar to meet with uh, Kutub Khan. They all dismounted from their horses at an, an orchard nearby Jalandhar. Uh, they were very, uh, in, in a very uh, pleasing way, they met with Kutub Khan. They laughed and asked about each other's well-being when they first met. Uh, and then Pandit Khan says to him, you know, oh brother, listen. We've gone, we've come to you so that you may join us on this mission. You know, you're the perfect man for the job. Uh, you have this amazing title now, this amazing position, and you're really capable for this position. So Kutub Khan replies, you know, why have you all gathered here with your horses and these warriors? Where do you want to take me? You know, why have you gone down this bad path? You've always lived with Guru Hargobha in the great pleasure. So what are you thinking to do now? So Pandekan, listening to this words from his cousin brother, then told him the entire story. He said, you know, my relationship with Guru Hargobind has broken down. He greatly disrespected me in his court. He had me beat up and removed. I can't even explain how bad this was. In my mind, I'm just furious with him. So brother, this is the plan I'm orchestrating now. It's to go with you and the Pratans to Shah Jahan. You know, I know all the secrets of Guru Hargobind. I can provide intel about uh, on him. You know, Shah Jahan has faced defeat three times already against Guru Hargobind, so I'll be the reason why uh, Shah Jahan gets revenge. I'll capture Guru Hargobind, I'll bring him to Shah Jahan. In this way, I'll, I'll comfort and please Shah Jahan. So this is why I brought this army down here uh, to have a pitched battle against Guru Hargobind. We'll either kill him or capture him, and only then will my mind and body be cooled, you know, from this... Uh, 
heat of anxiety that I have right now. So please help me on this mission. You know, come with us. You're quite the capable brother who will be able to help us in this time of need. In the times of need, brothers help each other. You know, these moments don't come, you know, very often. They're quite rare. So those brothers who help uh, each other out in the time of need are true brothers and friends. Like a charitable person, uh, giving in the time of need is a true helper. You know, this is known and praised uh, throughout the world. So a brother helping another brother out is the equivalent of having, you know, a mass of wealth on reserve to help out in a time of need. When a problem arises in a house, then that reserve provides the help to get through the difficult time. You know, you know the ways of Rajneeti, political strategy. You know, how to meet and how to fight against an enemy well. You know, what do I need to tell you about this? You know, you're extremely wise and intelligent. So tell us, what do you think about this plan? So hearing this, Qutb Khan was shocked at the audacity that Pandekhan uh, had, but he just remained quiet for some time. He recognized that Pandekhan was extremely ungrateful to Guru Hargobind and realized, you know, that he's basically ruined himself. So this is where chapter 11 ends. And the next chapter will go into the discussion further between Qutb Khan and Pandekhan. So that's what we'll pick up next time. But as always, we would like to thank those who have been supporting to make this podcast possible through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Ah!